0: GHQ Radio with Alan McGee
1: Okay this is GHQ Podcast Alan McGee here Uh, my guest is Stephen Belowski better known as Belowski and he's a genius and this is an amazing amazing show This track is Hooks Jabs and Words by Belowski Good afternoon, as Alan McGee, this is GHQ Podcast and uh, today we're live uh, to Australia, Perth It's five past five on a Wednesday night and it must be five past one over there and we're talking yeah. to my good friend, the stand-up comedian and poet and he's got a record coming out on my little record label, Creation 23 in December the 18th and his name's Bilowski How you doing, dude? Alan
2: how are you
1: hey
2: you good 1am in the 1am in the morning they did a comedy set earlier tonight brilliant and then then i found i was coming on your show
0: yeah
2: and i i got home and um said to the wife make me some give me some coffee i yeah. need coffee Yeah. you know so we're out of coffee we were out of coffee pods so we had to use coffee bags so that was hard because yeah. i normally use the coffee pods which are much much stronger yeah but so okay. yeah so uh, here we are 1 a.m in the morning uh, and um <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing that we we, we kind of uh, are hooking up like this uh, it's incredible brilliant.
1: okay steven yeah so going back to the very beginning and like that's what i always do oh. take it right back to the beginning. But you were born in Manchester before you got to to, to Australia. That's a long story, and I've known you. Yeah. I think I've known you for nearly twenty years now. But uh, ha- tell me about the it's upbringing. going on
0: about
2: going on twenty odd years, twenty yeah. about nearly just under twenty yeah. years. Tell yeah, go me, on. Tell me about
1: the upbringing in Manchester, Stephen.
2: North North Manchester Jew. Um, yeah, I did all the usual things, you know played for the local football team and all that. and Eventually my family emigrated to Australia and I stayed in England, yeah. moved in with my grandparents yeah. and they kind of looked, looked after me. I think my family just didn't, I was too, you know what happened? I was too ADHD to take on the cruise ship, yeah. you know? So they told me that you're going to stay in England and you're going to carry on school as if I was intelligent, you know, yeah. like, yeah. but yeah, I was so dumb that that's what I thought, <laughs> right, but I actually wasn't staying in the school, they just didn't want me anywhere near a cruise ship or in Australia in the first two years they were there, so they go, you're going to stay with your grandparents in in uh, Presswich, in Manchester, in yeah. the Presswich, the, not the House Presswich, but the area, <laughs> right, Presswich, and um, they, they really, they, and the school I went to was a private school in Cheadle Hume. All right. Right. And basically all the kids at that school were kids that couldn't get into any other school yeah. that their pair, that, that they're quite that, that but the parents had to have a lot of money to put them in there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, so everyone just kind of like blew up the, you know, blew up the laboratories you know, the uh, science classes that nothing ever worked. No one really did any, were drama was prop, everyone did drama. Drama was the thing, but it was kind of like, so my, I was really in England under false pretense. Yeah. You know, I, I tell you how I tell you how dumb I was. Yeah, my father, my father had a factory in Ashton under
0: Yeah,
2: right uh, on the Irwell, right the River Irwell in Manchester, and he used to f- to keep me quiet and busy. I'd go fishing in the Irwell. And what they did to keep me quiet is they threw cans of sardines in the water, yeah. right? Then they were just floating all these dead you know, sardines from a can. And I was catching them. And I was running in. I've caught more. I've caught more. So basically, I stayed in England with my grandparents after they went off to Australia. And it was years later that I came out to Australia. But I never settled. And I'd go backwards and forwards between Australia. And, um, England and eventually, you know, I, all roads led to America for me for like nearly 30 years, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, 30 years, 30 years in America and that's it. So yeah, but I had a, but I, I've got a very strong connection with Manchester still, you know, it never yeah. goes away. As soon as that train approaches Piccadilly station, I could have been out of the country for 20 years as soon as that train approaches piccadilly station it all comes flooding back <laughs> and you remember alan i was back a while ago when i did the tony wilson experience yeah mate. and all that after i got banned from america for overstaying my visa you've got
1: to tell that story blusky that's just genius
2: yeah do you want do you... yeah i i t- yeah tell, 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 I'll tell, tell the story but basically I, do, you remember was, do you remember i was living in Street: Tib- go on Tib street remember i was living in Tib street um yeah. Well, this is in Los Angeles. I used to, uh, yeah. Now, I have a book called Stay Greasy, Baby. Yeah. It's named after one of my poems. And the book's going to become a TV series, okay? Now, I've just, I've got, I've already got the, uh, I'm not going to say who the actor is, yeah. but he's a big star, big star right now. Yeah, yeah. And he's attached himself to the project. Yeah. The music's all done. With uh, um, you remember um, Andrew Hoffner, the guy that uh, was going to try and sue Coldplay. Yeah, he uh, he did the music, and uh, the scripts are all done. I'm touching them up, and uh, then we're then we're then we're moving forward. It's looking very promising. So originally there was a book called Stay Stay Greasy Baby, which is my memoir, and in that is all the story about how I got deported out of America. Uh, well you know, banned and thrown into that jail cell at JFK airport. Basically what happened was, yeah, go
1: and tell them. The story story. goes,
2: some story goes something like this. Alan and I was, I had a show at the standard hotel on sunset and uh, I performed my spoken word in there. And then Alan arrived on the scene and we had a mutual friend in Andy Bell. Yeah. Right. We had a mutual friend in Andy Bell and I walked up to Alan, who was at the desk putting in his dirt. He was. You were at the desk putting in your <laughs> dirty laundry. You, you had, he yeah. had bags of laundry. He used to yeah. put his laundry in at the desk at the standard in West Hollywood. And I walked up to him and say, "Hey, Alan, um, uh, I just want to come and say hello. Um, I'm a mate. I'm a friend of Andy Bell's. And you go and you went. Oh, I yeah. Oh, I yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> but I, we, our paths should have crossed years earlier because my best friend. Andy Bernstein was the tour manager for Hurricane Number One. Yeah. Right. And so we, and then somebody, I said, Who's the manager of the band? And they go, Alan McGee. Right. And uh, I'd heard words about you and I thought, (laughs) gee, I I don't, oh, I don't want to meet him. I don't want to meet him. This was years earlier. I'm staying clear. Right. And so basically, we Should have really met when you were Matt. When you know,
1: yeah,
2: I was hanging around Hurricane Number One, yeah. Number One, because I went and that's when I, later I went into the studio of Andy because Bell you know in the thing about
1: Hurricane Number One, Stephen, right? And JHK Massive? Yeah. the bit nobody realizes it was a manufactured band, right? Yeah, the first single yeah. went in at 29, we sold 100,000 copies of the first album, we did good with it, right. And then, because it was manufactured, like most manufactured bands, it kind of fell apart in the second album. But for about five minutes, it kind of done do all that, right. Do you
2: think they were a bit like the monkeys. Uh, a little
1: bit, because what happened was, I was intensely great friends with Andy Bell. And what happened was that he split the band, right, and yeah. he came to me, and he had a weak voice. And he had all these yeah. songs, and he was trying to sing them himself. Didn't have any couldn't. band. And I went, it, they're hit songs. Step Into My World's a hit, Andy. But you can't sing. And he went, uh. so we put an advert in. We got Alex, the singer. Alex, uh, Is yeah. that how Alex came yeah, along? Yeah, yeah. We put an advert in, like a boy band advert. Like, right. artist with record deal seeks singer. 500 yeah. people applied for it. We got we got Alex low. Alex was could sing. Wow. Alex came in far. And I went... You got the job, lose two stone. Came back, well, no, it was two stone. I was a stone. He wasn't fat, but he was a bit overweight. And he came in. A
2: little Glaswegian boxer. Yeah, he was I, a boxer. Yeah.
1: And he came in and he got himself totally fit. And I was like, right, you're the singer. And uh, that was about a month later. And uh, and then we just nicked two people for the other bands, put them in the band. There was no nobody was mates in that band. And yeah. that was Andy's vehicle for the songs. First record came uh, out,
2: had five minutes really, off the I, album, I, 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 sold 100,000 copies, only, but it fell apart. Only the stro- only, only the strongest will survive. Yeah. Yeah, well, where we song. got that
1: wrong, I, Stephen, right? Was that somebody offered me 60 grand for, a, for an advert. Unfortunately, it was the sun. Ha <laughs> ha! Unbelievable! the indie the ND mass have got, uh, got 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 hot by that. You know that we'd done an advert for the Sun. I was just trying to pay for their, their second what, album. Do you
2: know what I mean? What What was it? What was the um, show that I I went to? The recording that went on the um, TV, and it was at that studio with the redhead. What's the guy? The, the DJ in England, the Evans Evans. You know, Chris the Red Evans. Ed, Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Evans. had you go to that TV Poliski. show? Yeah, yeah. Right, I was there. Yeah, right, right, I was wrote. there. Oh, it was great, and there was loads of birds. And I just got in from America, and uh, Alex, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. I had yeah. a great time. It was a great. Yeah. It was one of those great moments. Yeah. But there and then,
1: I, they had a few moments that, like, you can't deny. I mean, okay, it's an Oasis,
2: you know, affiliated Rudy song, band. yeah. But
1: Step yeah. into my world. A tribute, it's a you know. brilliant
2: song. It's absolutely. Brilliant. That's a great song, yeah, oh, yeah. I thought it was a fantastic song. But you know, um, they, I, I, That's when I, I went on the road with them. Then they think they did it at the Hammersmith Odeon, and, yeah. and I, I don't know. I had, I went on the road with them, and uh, you know, it's like it was, a, it was a magical time. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm back in. Did Los you Angeles. support them,
1: Stephen, on that tour? Did you? Yeah, get and I.
2: I no. I went in the studio yeah I got back from Los Angeles this is before I was yeah. this is years earlier years no, no, no. and years earlier I I um went in the studio with and uh, with oh so yeah no you know what happened I was in a cab in New York with um Andy Bernstein and um Andy Bell was in the cab yeah and Andy Bell goes "Belowski, I hear you're a pretty hot shit poet let Hit me with some words, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, look, I just on, looked out on, of the window. I on. just looked out the window. If you picture, we were in New York City. Stephen, what volume out- did you do yeah. from? What we one were, did you do we, from? We well, we were looking out the window and I went, moving through Midtown, riding a yellow cab past distressed out on, my NY City. All the networks are draining the creativity. Go on. I want to say to the cab driver, yo, Mohammed Kennedy. Get on board a Richard Branson Virgin Atlantic flight, fantastic, back to a red passport, pan-European identity. But you're lost in isolation, using your imagination. An actor friend from the west side says confide in me. I say you must be crazy, playing your surreal roles, living off pizza slices, diet coke, Captain Crunch, Kit Kat and Xanax. Driving your nervous system fucking crazy. You're just as insane as me moving the Big Pen across the napkin, sinking the caffeine and running the Jackie O Go Reservoir on, daily, running the Razz- Jackie O Reservoir like Dustin Hoffman's Marathon Man, around and around and around the park at a neurotic pace and you're wired to your iPod and you're wired to Mozart or to make it funny or to make it dramatic or to make it great or to make it sells, going to take a lot of medical help from a Park Avenue analyst couch to a 24-hour Dwayne Reed's pharmaceutical shelf. As you step out onto 73rd and 3rd, the 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 cab meter reads under $10. Wow, I think. It's another Manhattan miracle. And another day for a rider to take on the dreams of liberty, the illegal immigrants, the workers, the doctors, the dentists filling cavities, the (laughs) panhandlers, the beggar men, and the thieves. And you want to call your girl in a hurry, excited, 1-800-COLLECT, and say, wow, what an incredible, fantastic, unbe- unbelievable mess as you're moving through Midtown, riding a yellow cab past a stressed-out NY City, just want to say to the cab driver, yo, Mohammed, yo, Mohammed, yo, Mohammed, yo Mohammed take me back to Kennedy. Anyway, so, so what happened was Andy said to me, yeah. you've got to come to Oxford, let's go in the studio and let's put down some tracks, you yeah. know? And, and I did. And we put down these tracks and, but before, oh, no, what happened was we did do that. But before that, they had a club in Oxford, right? And they said, we want you to perform live and we're going to record you live. And it was a real hard gig because before I even reached the stage, someone threw a beer bottle at me. Right. So I'm standing there petrified. But I do my poem, Junk Food Junkie, KFC McDonald's are working dangerously. Junk food's cheap, helps you sleep nervously. 3am a nightmare, to obscurity, Go a on. toilet bowl called infinity. Junk Food Junkie, on, I'll meet governor. you at the cemetery. Doctor, open him up. You've got a Dunkin' Donut stuck in the middle of your artery. Cut sharply. I'll identify you neurologically on, as Steven. a Wendy's dog meat casualty. I'll prescribe a world-famous chef. Ask for Wolfgang Puck, the man from Sunset, the world-famous cook. Junk food junkies, you drive through that franchise on the way to heaven or hell. The evil, evil Ronnie McDon wishes you well. His five-star programmed employee of the month who just picked his nose and touched your pickles, he touched your pickles, and we no, we just got over a dose of the bicky dickle. junk food junkie, American experimental mistake. You overweight, hopeless case. The next order is the pearly gates. One last fast order of over fried and civilized, dehumanized, oil saturated killer fries. Yo, short order cook, your New York and LA salmonella burger suck. They yuck. I want to puke up my guts. Ashes to ashes, chicken to burger. It's 100% premeditated fucking murder. All you can eat and all you can drink suggested soda. Those bubbles float upwards are guaranteed to fuck up your motor. It's a two for one, free mass heart attack. Junk food junkie, God bless you. Junk food junkie, rest in peace. And that's what we recorded on the stage. And then we went in the studio and Andy did a great mix. Andy did a great mix to it, and yeah. I re- I went. Then I went back to America, and I received the track. Yeah. And what Andy? Andy did it via DAT. And he used a DAT tape then. Uh, yeah. d- you know DAT, the old DATs. You remember the yeah, old man. DAT? Did, yeah. it, it was. Hey, check this. It was this and that. This and that. Yeah. It was this, this and that. And Stephen. Anyway, Stephen, so, tell them about know? the time. Just,
1: tell yeah. them about the time that you ended up. Because you're a Jew. Yeah. Then you get thrown in the cell with the Arabs. And tell, you I, get banned from America. I'll
2: tell you what happened, right? So, Alan is in the Standard Hotel. And I'm parking my car on sunset. And I open the door slightly and this bite swerved. And he got hit by a car, right? Now, it wasn't my fault. I just opened my door a little. But he swerved just outside the Standard, right on the bend. And for some reason, uh, you know, the guy made the big thing about it, you know, because he saw the dollars, this guy. It was a little Mexican kind of waiter that was on the bike going to work. And he saw dollar signs and somebody said, stay down, stay down. Anyway, he went away and Alan says, comes out the hotel. Alan says, like, oh, this guy just got knocked off the bike and I never touched him and he swerved. And then Alan said, you're okay. It's just gone over the goalpost. You'll be fine. But, you know, of course, I'd overstayed my visa by about eight years, right? So, five years. So, it was six or seven years over. So, anyway, I'm driving at Alan. I think you were in England at the time. Can you hear me? Go on. Yeah, you were in England. And I went back to, oh, and I'm driving down Wilshire Boulevard in my car. And, um, the phone goes, and it's some lawyer representing this guy that got knocked off the bike. So I said, "I thought Alan thought Alan thought it went over the crossbar. It's gone. I'm thinking, fuck that. It's gone right. In, it's gone right into the back of the net. Boom. One nil. One nil. Oh, it's one nil. The the net has shuttered the net. So I don't know what to do. I'm thinking to myself, I'm If They get me downtown. I'm fucked. So you know what I did? I I thought I. I, I left my apartment in L.A., right, and got a flight to London. I thought, well, I'll get my passport. I'll wash it in the washing machine, go to the go to the embassy, or go to the um, passport office with my just the numbers going. My passport's got ruined in the thing. Anyway, it was a pr- after 9-11, so basically uh, I got a new passport. Like I'd always done in the old days, you go into America, you just give them the piece of, you know, they they put a staple of thing in your thing you'd lose it and then when you leave in America you say you lost it and they never stamp your visa passport leaving after 9 11 it all became computerised I was coming so I went back to London for five days and that was, that's when I while I was there I did the cuckoo club you remember the cuckoo club yeah man. anyway so it was cuckoo club for um, the charlatans and yeah I opened for the charlatans doing their poetry you remember that anyway was, the, was so, that
1: Death Disco TV Death yeah, dis- Death yeah. Disco
2: TV, yeah, Death Disco TV. Anyway, I get, I, uh, I get to JFK, right, and oh, you were in England by then. You yeah, were in LA. Yeah. You were, you were yeah. in England, and well, you were waiting for but, me. Well, when ah, I came no, no.
1: back, was that I spent a couple of years in America with Joaquin Phoenix producing shit, right, mm-hmm. I, I, as much as I could produce anything. Right? I'm, I'm a manager, but yeah. He, so Joaquin being mental thought I was a producer, um. And then yeah. I, Charlie was only about six or seven, my little girl, and she she grabbed me, and she and it was like, oh, like we were like sleeping in a bed, me and Charlie, and and she grabbed me one night, and she went, she went, and I just suddenly realised, oh, but my kids actually saying, don't go, and and I basically essentially started basing myself in London after I realised yeah it, it was weird in the kid right. out that i was based myself in los angeles do you know what I
2: mean? more and more you more and more you started to drift away from the standard we started yeah. to drift away from la yeah, more yeah, yeah did, but yeah. do you remember yeah, at, you the, ta- at well. the time you were? De- yeah and also at the time you were really hammering la you were yeah. getting a really good rate of exchange on the pound well, but why that you know, was you though
1: because it was like we'd met wakim i'd met him i mean, I mean yeah mr mr b yeah. but,
2: but it ended and up he came to do you remember you remember you you brought joaquin to my gig yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, and, and and anthony played on and i gave anthony, anthony, anthony a a spot on yeah yeah i gave anthony langdon a spot on my mic you remember yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, whack yeah. came down in disguise and, uh, which was amazing that, he came down as a joker you know <laughs>
1: well Joaquin came and this is Joaquin phoenix we're talking about the film so he mm. came in
2: disguise, didn't he? It was brilliant. We, yeah, nobody he knew he ba- Well, he had his baseball hat on and he sat low in those brown yeah. chairs there, right? And there was, no, there was no
1: security. He just came down. I mean, and so, I, to give I people did, an idea I, how big Joaquim is, it's like, oh, you go to a club with Wakeem, massive. it's bigger than Liam, man. It's like, yeah. it's oh. Beatlemania if you walk in with Joaquim. It's Wakeem. Beatlemania. Yeah, yeah.
2: But, but you know what? But the, the, but the thing was that, um, do you remember? I did the. That's the time when I released that, that poem and the Guru, and and Wachem loved that poem, the Guru number one. He yeah, loved Guru that. number one. Well, he loved you, he Stephen, because he he did. I think, I think we had. A, I think me, you, and tell, had a real should, strong connection. No,
1: we did. We te- we should tell that story when he put us in charge of his party. Do you remember that?
2: <laughs> and it's in the books. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I've got it. And I've got it in your book here. You got should tell creations. the story, Stephen. Go on you go, man. I I'll tell you a story, but first of all, I'll just say this. Al, Alan, I told me anyway, the sky called the the So I, I ran off to England and I came back to America and they stopped me at the airport and they realized what I'd done wrong. They threw me in jail for like forty eight hours at JFK Airport. Right, but you've got to explain that in, bit, where, Stephen. Because it's brilliant It was cold All the air conditioning for JFK Is pumped into this holding well, you, cell And you're you, just freezing you had
1: stayed over on your visa By 10 oh, years Oh yeah
2: ten, Yeah, 6 years over 6, six years, years over right, the
1: Sorry right. Yeah
2: oh, you, well, got anyway, you got a 10 year ban Sorry I'd got a 10 year ban That was it There but was you, no way you, out You went in as a hours.
1: tourist And you were there yeah. 6 years later
2: <laughs> and I never. And the funny thing was, I never really thought of myself as a tourist because I'd really <laughs> spent yeah, but I'd really spent 25, 30 years in America, yeah. never legal, yeah. never legal. Yeah. And I had my fake, ju- and I had my fake jewelry business going on. Yeah, I man. was selling the fake Tiffany's. Tell, tell, tell,
1: tell the GHQ massive about the fake jewelry business because that was amazing.
2: Uh, I I used to buy it down in Canal Street, yeah, and I used to take it to all the real estate agents and places like yeah. that. In New York and LA, and right. I used to do really, really well with it. I mean, I, I know, I'd be walking down bloody West Broadway in me. I used, to, I used to have these leather pants. I brought they were about eighteen hundred dollars, right? That's how much money I had at the time. And I brought these leather lands leather pants. I used to perform a poetry with them in the East Village at the Sidewalk Cafe, right. and. Um, I'd, had, I'd, I'd be walking down West Broadway for like $20,000 in my pocket, yeah. you know, I, was just, I just had a lot of money around me at that time because of the fake jewellery business, yeah. and I was doing it in New York, and then I figured why wow, I could do it coast to coast, New York and LA, so I was shipping boxes of this stuff out to LA, I'm taking flights backwards and forwards, yeah. then I got the gig at the Standard Hotel, so I moved and, out can west. Can I just
1: say, he never got arrested for it either, did you?
2: No, I never got done. I never, never got done. I was really—you want to know? I was really, really, really good at it. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. Ah, oh, you great, got a few girlfriends the, out of that as well, Stephen. Oh, girlfriends, parties, jacuzzis. I even, I even sold it to the cops in Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I was even. I used to go into their, into the cop shop in New Jersey, and sell them in Morristown to the cops. You know, and then. I, I was just like just mad. it was just a mad period of time where I was just 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 raking it in anyway. So um, the thing was that the, the thing the thing that I'm going to say is that I ended up being banned for 10 years and then I moved back out to and Australia. Tell them, tell them the
1: one when you put into right, what, So they, they, they say to you, right, you're six years over bang into jail and you get into the jail and it was it was two Arabs and one Jew. yeah two you. Arabs
2: a Lebanese guy me and yeah right and you know what oh and one, going, was it, going, was one, one of the Arabs said going to do you or was it one of the Arabs said it was very cold and we're freezing right. and one of the Arabs said to me you're going to have flashbacks for the rest of your life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what did You're you say, Stephen? Flash- I've,
1: I've dead all the acid with I, McGee, we're all right. I've
2: yeah, I've already had me flashback. <laughs> and wait for this wait, wait, wait for this, Alan. Then um, eventually so I, I now you knew that something was wrong because yeah. you were in England and yeah. you were waiting for me phone call yeah, and it yeah, never yeah, came. Yeah. So you I knew thought you'd something been arrested for them. the fake jewellery, to be honest. Man, <laughs> yeah. and that, that's kind of crazy, right? I know I've been through everything. And I got through, I got done for something so stupid. But meanwhile, meanwhile, um, I was banned for 10 years, so I moved. Do you remember I was hosting Death Disco for you in Notting Hill? I was hosting it, and there was Kate, Kate Moss and um, semi precious l- weapons, yeah. and I was having the. Bl- I was enjoying doing it. And then you got me some, some other gig that I was going to do. And then I met you at the Landmark Hotel and I said, oh, I gone. can't take it anymore because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. of the weather and that. I said, I'm leaving. I'm going back to Australia. And you said, when? Right. And I said, tonight. Right. <laughs> and I've not been back tonight. Oh, and I'd done the Tony Wilson experience yeah. at that time. That's yeah, when we yeah. did the, and yeah. I was living in Tip Street in Manchester. Yeah. And then I ended up um, doing that. And then, uh, then I came back out to, came out to Australia, got married. And, um, then, uh, separated with my wife for nine months and we got back together again. So I'm um, the separate, as John Lennon said, the separation didn't work out. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, right, uh, as John Lennon said, the, the separation didn't work out. So anyway, so, so the separation didn't work out, you know? So anyway, so, yeah. So basically we're back together, but the thing is I got my visa back to go to America Uh, i got the b1 b2 visa after 10 years and i've made two trips and my last trip was just before COVID broke last year this time last year i was in the states on october and november i was i got back to australia december i'm telling you i was as sick as a dog getting off that airplane i went straight to the doctor's surgery they said you had an upper respiratory problem and they gave me antibiotics. Where I'm telling you, I think I had COVID. Then you know, yeah, I do. I think I had it. Yeah. I think I, I, I caught I,
1: it. I think you I, did. I think I had it you in a December, January. Do you know what I mean?
2: Do you know what they? You know what they're saying that they didn't say that they reckon it was in America. Yeah, right. It, it, in, as early as um, uh, uh, September. Yeah, there, as early so. as September. They were saying it because I knew because I. I went to a woman's place, and she had the flu, and yeah. one night she didn't, and the next night she had her hammer, she was out through the count with the flu, this yeah. woman I knew, yeah. and then, and, do you remember Andrew Hosner, the guy, the yeah, Coldplay
0: guy, you know, yeah, yeah. who'd done
2: the music, he ended up getting it, and I stayed at his place, and, but he, he got it months later, right? But well, yeah. he can sit dormant I don't yeah. know. Months later He went to Thailand Then he was back in the States And he said He had a mild case of cur- He was He tested positive oh, right, But right, he right. got it very mild But yeah. he was sick He said it was like A bad flu for 48 hours yeah, yeah. Well that's exactly What I had A bad yeah. flu yeah. for 48 hours yeah. So we you, probably You don't want to travelling no. But you're pr- well, You're looking
1: a, pretty good You've, You seem to have lost A bit of ceiling. weight yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah yeah Oh I've lost uh, Well I've done the High protein low carbs
0: Yeah 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 You yeah, know High
2: yeah. protein low carbs and then I'm and all of a sudden I'm like writing oh so I've got the TV series ready to roll Brilliant. and then I'm writing like crazy and all of a sudden 2020 ball drop just hit me yeah. like boom and the, the lyrics of 2020 ball drop I mean the, it's a massive track well, I'm, I'm massive. really
1: looking forward to t- we're taking it to radio next week 2020 ball drop it's a, drop, it's a and, big it's a, it's a big,
2: big it's, yeah. a, big, 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 it's yeah. a big big track yeah, man. it's six minutes, six minutes, but well, it's going, a monster. We're
1: going, to, we're going to play at the tail end of the show, Stephen. But it's like, it's an honor to put your record out, mate.
2: Oh, man, Alan, you know, we, it It really is. And, and you you're know what? You're one of the originals, mate. It's like, I know, I only... I've
1: known about you for 20
2: years, but you are one of the exactly. originals. But you know, you know what happened? Yeah, you know what happened as well is we were going to put something else out, yeah, right? And then. Oh, oh let's, let let and we must give Nico Mazzino a good mention. Nico made the Nico did the music. Yeah, Nico, Nico, Nico's the driving force behind uh, everything I've done, I I had all my poetry on Virgin Australia Airlines. Yeah, right? did yeah yeah. Nico yeah. and we had all sound and everything. And years earlier, I had a vision yeah. that my poetry would be great in the seats yeah. of the airlines. You know, and. I was in the Australian Poetry Slam final at the Opera House, right? And I was performing there, and I was in the lobby afterwards. Virgin came up to me and said, would you like to have your poetry in my seats? It's kind of funny, but I'd thought about that years earlier. I'd actually had a vision of having my poetry in the seats. I think... so. Nico did all the music and sound for that. Anytime I do a live show, Nico does the music. But he's a really brilliant um, producer. Yeah. And so Nico's, do- Nico's done the music. Nico Mazzino, fantastic. We re- work really well together. But you know, that stuff in the airlines we did. I always thought, you know, I'm really famous at 33,000 feet. <laughs> but when we hit the ground, no one knows me. You know, it's like. Yeah, well, you, will, yeah. you will. Um, I
1: think the singles could do quite well. Danny feels good about taking it to radio, did. But listen, Stephen. Listen, oh. it's only half hour. This podcast. It's just a mad chat, yeah. and you've been amazing. Yeah. Is there anything you want to just have a rant before we go? You want to tell them anything? Uh,
2: yeah. Um, well, I just want to say that you know my my book's out there. Stay greasy, baby. Yeah, you man. can get it online. Yeah. Man. That's stay stay greasy, baby. It's a long slide down. Yeah. So you can get stay, that on Stebauski, baby. Stay Greasy Baby, Stay Belowski, Baby, there's so that and um, it's going to become a TV series yeah, man. called Stay Greasy Bit, which kind of differs from the book a lot. It
0: but I must admit, just the to the
1: GHQ massive, I mean, you, you know, it, Stephen lives in Australia, you know, he's on the TV there or that sort of nonsense, but it's like we probably don't know that much about Mr Belowski. but but um, he's one of my dearest friends, man, and, uh, and uh, you know, I'm just uh, I'm buzzing that we're putting your record out, you know what I mean?
2: i'm really happy but you know what can i just say one story about that before i get off? yeah man we were going to put something different on it right yeah, and yeah. i said and and i i wasn't 100 percent happy with it right yeah, i wasn't yeah, yeah. 100 i wasn't 100 and and it was getting closer and closer and i'm sitting in a coffee shop and and all of a sudden i penned 2020 ball drop very i wrote it all within an hour and a half i wrote yeah. the whole of 2020 ball drop i learned all the words to it you know um you know uh Snakes, rats, designer, bats, cryptic coin, superstore, whatever, you know, all the stuff I put in there, you know, keep quarantined with your doors locked or listen to Donnie and drink the Clorox, you know, kind of like. And, and, and it all came to me. And I said to Nico, look, Nico, let's go in the studio. Let's do something like um, what the ideas we'd been coming up with. And and I'm dealing with the acid house or whatever that yeah. type of you know I'm not very music, but Nico understands it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I said I will give it, I will send it out to Alan. Yeah. And I'm going. Let's take a gamble on it. And I'm like, you can't tell Alan McGee, <laughs> right? To Alan, this is a track I want you to put out. Forget yeah. the other one because yeah. you don't work like that. No, really, you no, you have to like some. You make light your some. own mind up yeah. about things. Yeah right you make your own mind so i sent it with you to you think it knowing in my heart that this is the track this is the one and straight away you said that's it it's topical it's now this is it we taught yeah exactly and we took that out with so it was kind of a gamble to send it you but i figured if you'd listen to it you'll know you knew and you did and you did but normally i couldn't say uh alan i think you should put this track out because it doesn't work that way I do you never opposite. do that you do the opposite that's why i said to nico i said you can't tell alan to put it out if he will put it out if he wants to put it out yeah, right. you know there's nothing i can do yeah. apart from sending the track and let him listen to the track for you to put that out yeah. because i don't care how friendly we are yeah and we've always been very close yeah. You know, yeah, but when it comes to bowling in the bowling alley, it was war, <laughs> right? <laughs> when we used to bowl, it was war. <laughs> when we anything we ever was very competitive, right? Yeah, yeah and, I think I, so. And, and so, I, so I know straight away that you're only going to do what you want to yeah, do. I know. I know. So I said, yeah. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to send it you. Yeah. And the sh- and I got one word back from you. It's great. Yeah. That's all. And that, and I knew straight away yeah, yeah. that that's it. And uh, I think 2020 Ball Drop's just a play on words. Brilliant. You know, The That's actual amazing. title itself is a play we're, on words.
1: We're going to play it, Stephen. Listen, I'm, it's half past one in the morning in, in, over there. So I, I love to Chrissy, your good woman, or your good wife, I should is say. It. Oh, uh,
2: she said, oh, she said, Christy says hi. She uh, says hi. Uh, hi, I'm and it was good to speak to Gary there.
1: Yeah, but uh, Gary's, uh, Gary's doing a great job producing all these shows for me. And uh,
2: Gary sounds all right. I'll he's meet a good when boy. When he goes to Australia he's, or got a,
1: he's got some stories, mate. And I won't even go put them on air. He has got some stories. And, uh, and we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Right, all right. We'll leave it. All right. So, Fantastic. Uh, all right, Stephen. Thanks for doing this. Bye. Bye, Stephen. Bye, Chrissy. See ya.
2: Okay. Love Bye.
1: you, Alan. Bye, Later. Bye. 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 Yo. Right. Rock and roll, mate. This says 2020 ball drop.
0: 2020, New York City ball drop. January, February, mark shot. World stop. Virus, boom. We're all infectious Google doctors. We're all infectious Google doctors. Now, now. 20, community to community, there's no immunity, <laughs> In the open the states, open the schools, spike the numbers, stupid fools. From China naive when you hear the words I cannot, I cannot read Imagination, new communication out of strange situation, shout it out loud, the Amazon crying cause baby, baby, this is the time to shine and it it's crazy mixed up radical times been listening to GHQ Radio, presented by Alan McGee, with his guest today, Stephen Bolowski. recorded and mixed by Gary Salter, with additional production from Jason Alday and Brian Anderson. GHQ Radio is recorded for GHQ Magazine. GHQ Radio.
2: Find us at ghqmagazine.com.